Heaven, hi, and welcome to the Rock, Paper, Shotgun, Electronic Wireless Show. Everything you touch turns into the void. It's, we've had an uh, uh, end-of-season break. And now, <laughs> it's season, now it's season two of, uh, of uh, Rum Doings, that's what it's called. The listener was worried that uh, Fox wouldn't recommission us. That's true, but we got picked up la- at the last minute. We're only on a 13-episode order, but... Exactly. We've had to make some um, economy changes, though. We had to make some character changes as well in order to appeal to advertisers, so we got rid of the Nick Mailer. <laughs> we did. He was putting off an awful lot of people. Yes. It found that the, the, the A's were okay, but the B's and C's were certainly not. The CD's, oh, they were, they were furious. Well, the CD's barely knew how to press play on their MP3 device. That's true. Yeah. So what's yeah. the topic? The topic today is, should any footage of any cenotaph ever be shown? No. Okay. Good, good, good. So where have you been? I, I know that you had to be rebooted after you broke, but what else happened? Uh, it's, um, well, there was a flu. It seemed to be father dying, flu, and then you just seemed to melt into a little puddle. Yes, that's what happened. I, my anxiety disorder um, became very serious. So I was sort of, I don't want to say bed bound. I was so bed slash sofa bound for about a week. <laughs> Um, just really unable to function, which is a horrible state. Oh, just the worst. The interesting thing is that you actually had your your anxiety disorder in some good control before that, but obviously yeah. the 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 dam burst. It was a perfect storm, I think, of um, of cliches. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Incessant illness. Hmm. My dad's death, um, and then uh, Toby the being a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> He's quite the opposite. Oh, gosh, I really love that boy. Sorry to oh, be boring, yeah. even though he's cry- I can hear him crying now. Mm. Um, he's cross about something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, so uh, yeah, it was a lot of stuff and my brain broke. And then um, I got better. Mm-hmm. And then two days ago, it went wobbly again. So I'm not in a great way just now. <sighs> really? Just get rid of it. I wish I could. When you say, for those who've never experienced it, what does that mean? So at the worst, a few weeks ago, when it was at its worst, um, the best thing I can describe is if you've ever been abseiling or jumped off the top board at the diving boards or mm. um, parachute jumped or whatever it might be, that moment, that f- moment when you, you're about to do the thing and your stomach goes, oh my God, I'm about to do that terrifying thing. I'm so scared right now for that split second. And then someone just hits pause on that moment. Mm. And I was, I was just stuck there in a moment of utter terror that something absolutely i was there was there was nothing there was no thing but yeah just this pure constant sense of terror but if you're stuck in a fight and flight mode like that why don't you mm-hmm. just run very 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 fast until you use that use that all up have you ever tried that um it is certainly the case that exercise helped a lot okay so getting out going for walks yeah, but no, I would, I would, I would, uh, I would just run as fast as I can because the, the closest I've come to that was when uh, there were there was some something at work a few years ago where somebody made a big cock up and we owe a lot of money and so it's all sorted now. It was about ten years ago now. I remember I just said I, I can't take this and I just sprinted until I collapsed and I felt a lot better. Interesting. I think well, you'll find. Try that next time, and then okay. you'll be fine. All right. But when you're struggling to get out of bed, I think sprinting is a little ambitious. But well, what you need is somebody to push you out of bed. That's true. And down a hill. Anyway, this time it's a lot milder, but it's still it's very frightening because I really thought I was done, and I thought I would be done for a long time, and then uh, slip back in. So I'm just waking. I'm not sleeping. I slept uh, an hour and a half the night before last. Poor Laura. I know. Poor I have to put up with your nonsense. 
I know. Can you imagine? She's very brave. <laughs> she is very I don't brave. Know why she... she bothers? Are you going to give her a medal? I've, I'm going to give her a present. Really? Yeah. What, what's it going to be? A flower? I'm going to give her half a flower, the bottom half of a flower. <laughs> a stem of magnitude. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah, she's extraordinary and it's all very unpleasant. But hopefully I shall get better. I'm doing therapy and blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. You're so self-indulgent. Self-indulgent. You're just, you're just, you're just, me, me, me. Isn't That's all you are, isn't it? That's right. <sighs> Funnily enough, the goal isn't for me, it's for Toby, but, yeah. It's all about you, as if your broken brain is the only broken brain in the world. Well, I know it isn't, so if anything good comes of this, it's my making... I write, I've written about it on the site before, um, just making other people aware of that it's there. Well, we, know, we, we won't mention his name, but we know one other person who suffers very similarly. Um, I know a number of people, in fact. Um, it seems to be that creativity comes hand in hand with it for a lot of people. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's not fun. But it's one thing that's really important is that people know it exists because if you don't know about anxiety disorder and all that accompanies it, it's very simple to think either you're going mad, which is, yes. I mean, for real. Which you are. Mad. Which uh, you are. Well, you know, you're not going mad. That's the, that's the key thing. You, you already are men- mad. Yes. You, have a men- you have a mental illness. And a very treatable one. But yeah, not... you've already gone mad, in other words, and you need to deal with it. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. But you feel like you're descending into into complete madness, and, and you're not. And that's important to know. And mm-hmm. then um, also that uh, you're not a bad... You're not, the, the, bad, the horrible thoughts that you have about yourself or other people aren't real. Those horrible thoughts things are the most weird thing to try to understand. Just, yeah, don't bother. Because... You know, you can understand what you just described about that feeling of incessant panic. I can just imagine there's just a lot of cortisol going through you and your body doesn't know what to do with it and you're just mm-hmm. constantly all breathless. But the uh, thinking the worst about yourself and allowing intrusive thoughts to have that sort of power just seems that's a bit I can't co- empathize with because I don't understand that bit. My counselor had a nice, she said that she calls them gnats. Um, uh, I think, oh, what does it say she says stands for? Um a little bug that eats your brain it was i can't remember n it was um automatic thoughts with the secondary letters but n was a not it was like something like not wanted but it wasn't because that would be nw and isn't a gnat anyway well she said she her, her she said it, she, it's not a great piece of uh of um of literature but yeah she says it's gnats but then think of them like gnats and there's the, something right. you swat away well in judy's color strings they have a song about the little gnat do they Yes. Do you want me to begin it? I think you should sing it, yes. Little Nat sat on the wall, feeling very jolly. Then he had a little fall. Now he's melancholy. Oh, for goodness sake. So it kind of works, a melancholy Nat. Can you tell that bloody bastard to leave? How dare you talk about my wife that way? (laughs) Hey, Toby, did you have a fun time? Ugh. Do you remember when Judith used to do this on the podcast all the time? No. Very, very I, I, annoying, I seem to remember. I would expel really her. sad that he wasn't When Toby comes upstairs to have his nappy changed, he pokes his head around my door and always shouts boo at I just, the poor listener is listening to this banal, familial anodyne. Let me change it for you. Let me, turn it, let me turn it all around for you. Toby's uh-huh. got a balloon. Oh, okay, fair enough. It's green. It's a green balloon. I see, does he? 
Okay, I'm Children afraid are. Nick is so angry that you're going to have to leave. Children are terrible. Can you say boo into the microphone, ready? One, two, uh. three... No, of course he's not going to do it. This is just all falling apart. I remember when we used to talk about culture and politics and philosophy. Now we have barely sentient beings that defecate themselves mouthing into the microphone. Be fair, Nick, that's how it started. (laughs) (laughs) Laura, stop making him touch the microphone and go away. (laughs) Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hello. Hello, Hello, listener. Do you remember me? I used to have a life... Hello, Yoko. <laughs> he just called you Yoko. Anyway, get out. This we're is what. Taking our balloon, and we're going. You're not taking your balloon though, so Here you probably are. ought. Did you? Were you sad that Sir George Martin no, died? Maybe. Um, no. Why not? Because I don't really ever understand who he was, and never really. Will you please go away? Going, he was the fifth Beatle. I know who's the fifth Beatle. I've never really cared much about the Beatles. I guess I missed them. Gosh. That seems a bit strange, don't you suggest? No. Hmm. Anyway, to my island. Um, yes. Okay. So you I, want to? You, you, you're building an island about the size of planet Earth. Yes, and I'm going to welcome everybody to it, but there will be exceptions, and those exceptions will be deported. Are you just going to? Is it you going to kind of reverse engineer a Pangea? You're just going to drag all the continents back yes. together into one island? Okay. I will, and and everybody else. Uh, everybody's welcome. I'm not xenophobic, but. A certain subsection will will be deported, and I have very stringent and clear rules about that. So there's no ambiguity. It's not unfair. The blind. Um, well, I mean, I th- they 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 won't even be able to find it, will they? Um, <laughs> pe- well, first of all, obviously, as we've said before, people who don't use indicators at every opportunity, oh. they're out, they're out they're out immediately. Uh, obviously. So one hundred percent of BMW owners are already gone. Okay, they're already gone. It's easy because it's one rule. I don't then have to specify BMWs no. and Audis and that. It's just they're all gone. Yeah, uh, and I mean, and I mean, every opportunity. I as I've said before, I don't care if it's three in the morning and there's no one else in the road. You still signal left. Tough. Don't care what yes. the uh, don't, don't care what uh, the highway code says. Um, now uh, this this one, I don't know. You might. I don't know if you'll you'll, you'll make it because of this one. Oh. Comedians who who whine about others stealing quote their jokes on Twitter. That's anybody who does that. They're out. Sorry. I do. I haven't. They can go to their. That. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm just. I, I suspected you'd sympathise. They're out. So no, no, all no. your all, all your favourite comedians will be gone. Stealing my special joke that nobody's <laughs> ever told before in the history of humanity. Why is this comedian Irish? Because they're all awful. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, that, that's fair enough. I mean, they're they're well. It isn't, doesn't really matter. It's fair enough. You have your own island if you don't like it. Um, <laughs> true. Anyone who uses an auto tuner, except for specific intentional vocoder-like effects. I mean, okay, so I, Kanye West is in, but yeah. um, uh, the average yeah. boy band is out. Yeah, uh, I think that's fair. I, I've been very generous there, actually. Um, uh, of course, uh, anyone who uses the phone speaker in public, they stray straight out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, uh, and the nice thing is, we'll detect them at the uh, immigration queue. Because they'll be yapping and playing their music and so on, and, and it'll be fine. All tube drivers, really? Mm, all, all of them. Is that not because you just want because you believe they're unnecessary as a concept rather than because they are doing it themselves and doing anything in no, no. Wrong? I, 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 I've, I've just decided. I mean, again, it's my island, and I don't yeah. want that sort on my island. I think it's fine. Fair. Um, it's your island, Nick. You can do what you like. And this is going to cause most of your very delicate little friends not to be allowed onto my island either. My porcelain Pro- friends. Private Twitter users. Ooh. If you want to be private, don't use Twitter. The end. 
Okay, I have one exception for you. <laughs> you better make it a good one. I better had, hadn't I? Yes. I know someone who has approximately five or 6,000 followers on Twitter, um, mm. has made her account private because she mm. wants to see how quickly the the account will fall and, and just see, we'll see what happens to people. You know, if there's no one, if she can't be retweeted and people can't share, will people just eventually give up on her and... Why? Self-destructive act, I quite like. I will allow the experiment, but uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. She'll mm-hmm. have to. She'll have to lodge her appeal with me directly. That's fair. That seems reasonable. And she's Any- bigger than you, so you would uh, yeah. be scared. Anyone with an apple tattoo? <laughs> As in, I saw. Uh, I, I saw one the, the other product, day. Apple Mac. Yeah, I saw one the other day. Really? Yeah. I thought, right, you're not coming to my island. Do you know and- what tattoo bothers me the most? Um, a swastika. <laughs> it's not. It's worse than a swastika. What? It's that um, unspecific, meaningless tribal spiky pattern. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I can't imagine that like, you're doing something so permanent to your body. Yeah, and you just. Oh, I want something quite generic. A bit of yeah. chip art, please. What's the most? Yeah. What's the most uninteresting, unspecific, commonplace, meaningless thing I can possibly get drawn massively across my arms and legs? Hmm. It's it's I, I suppose it's mimesis and in, in, to some degree, but stupidity it, to another degree. It's and I I I have I have friends with excellent tattoos. I'm not a fan mm. of tattoos. I'm not. You're a fan. lucky that I haven't banned all tattoos. I've had enough yeah, of them. I know I'm not a fan, as, as we've discussed before. But I notice I haven't banned all of them. And I have a friend who's got a superb tattoos and also some dreadful ones. Um, mm. And yeah, and sleeves. I'm a big fan of a tattoo sleeve. I think if you're going to get a tattoo, you've got to commit. Mm-hmm. So when someone does the whole sleeve, the whole arm in mm-hmm. a, in big colours, and it's not and it's not full of skulls and with snakes coming out their eyes, obviously. Yeah, because but that's just tired. It's, it's such le- a cliche. Exactly. Oh, I want some cliches all over my arm forever, please. Exactly. So, but someone who gets a whole sleeve done, that I have a lot of respect for that. Um, I think that's commitment to the to the concept. Seems fair enough, I guess. But you know, even so. Oh, you know what the, your the, everyone's favourite tattoo is? Obviously, you're on my favourite tattoo. What's St George's Cross? Just a little star behind the ear. That's always nice. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. A star behind the ear. A star behind my ear. This one will start controversial, but I think it's actually very fair. And you'll you'll complain, but tough. The the blacks. Anyone who complains about women in video games, but has never complained about women in Islam. That's that seems reasonable. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean I am down. With you that. see, I, I notice I'm allowing people who complain about women in video games, but I'm 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 demanding that they complain about the big one as well. That's all. I think there's. I think you're a little oversensitive on the subject. I think there's lots of good reasons to criticise portrayal of women in video games in some video games. I've, I've allowed it, John. Yeah, I've no, allowed no, it. No, I'm not saying you're you're sort of pardoning it. I'm saying there's there's rationale to it. Um, but yes, I think if, you're pr- if that's your only thing you care about and you don't care about the real-life monstrous suffering of, um, <laughs> yes. of FGM and acid-throwing yes. and so on... Then, then there's a... Yeah. Then, yeah. Then, then your you priorities need to... a little out of place. Yes. You need, to, you need to use some of that passion for women who are actually being maimed. That's all. That's all. Um, a, a, oh, a, a des- any designer that makes a fairly static web page larger in size than the complete works of Shakespeare... <laughs> extraordinary that they're able to do that but they are and they won't be doing that on my island <laughs> what if they are what if people so no you're not thought this through unless your mm-hmm. island doesn't have access to internet from outside the island it, it does well then those websites will still be accessible yeah, to but people on your island 
but no web designer will be able to enjoy a pina colada on my beautiful azure waters. Oh, fair enough then. As long as it's it's much more, it's not about the inconvenience. <laughs> it's just the, it's the awfulness of the act. I don't want these people because the basically all these things are indicators of a certain sort of person I don't want there. It's not even the specificity of the act exactly. Uh, like for example, anyone who says I'm all for free speech, but obviously, <laughs> but, yes, but but you know what, but but you're not coming onto my island. That's fair. Um, TV series commissioners who think that a MIDI pseudo-orchestral score is good enough. Of course, I've mentioned this before, but now I've uh, (laughs) made sure they don't get to bleep and bloop their way to my shores. Uh, I'm so glad my ears can't tell the difference. Vegans, obviously. Oh, Um, that's not fair. Again, did I say anything about fairness? No, that's true. That's true. There will I be no vegans. Can, will, can, it'll can, make can my I island appeal? so much easier to deal with when you're going just, out for dinner. There will never want, be any vegans. I just want to appeal. I didn't say vegetarians, John. Listen, mm. you, you know we've argued many times before. Yes, vegans, I know you think they're more rational, blah, 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 blah consistent or whatever. I don't care. Yes, they're, but they're not coming to my island. Listen, how mm. about vegans who never mention that they're a vegan? They just order the salad. How about that? No. No, they're really? not coming to my Yeah, they're not wow. coming to my island. No. Not at all. I went for lunch with a vegan uh, last week. Well, I um, hope you told him that he wasn't going to be coming to my island. I didn't know that he was a vegan when we met. and um, I You're going to have to let him down gently. I pointed toward a selection of restaurants near the Bath Spa train station. Mm. And he was like, uh, and the, uh, <laughs> there's the greys there with a giant picture of the cow on the outside. Mm-hmm. There's Grill Stock, the barbecue place. Mm. There's the gourmet burger. Ki- yeah, we, we walked a little farther into town. What did you have? Um, I had, <laughs> I had some leaves. I was so proud of what I ordered. I ordered the buttermilk chicken. <laughs> it's got butter, it's got milk, and it's got chicken right in the title. Oh dear! And he had some leaves. He had some leaves with some okay. pulses. <laughs> uh, people who use the phrase cultural appropriation, except in excoriating its very notion, You're not allowed to use the phrase cultural appropriation. Okay. All right. So people say, oh, if you dress in that costume, that's cultural appropriation. No, it's called culture. All cultures appropriate all other cultures. That's the point of cultures. So stop your nonsense right now. Um, it is. I, mean, I don't disagree with you, but is dressing up as a, a in other culture the same as appropriating? No. It, it, I mean, it's, it's the same as a natural cultural appropriation. No, it's not. It's, it tends to just be mimicry. It's somewhere on the care. graph between mimicry and mocking, isn't it? I don't care. Oh, fair enough. You're allowed to mock any culture you want on my island. Okay. And you're allowed, in fact, more mocking the better. Mockery, in fact, there'll be National Mockery Day where you have to mock as much as you can. Yeah. You seem very, you seem to get very, a very different point of view when it's cartoonists mocking uh, Jewish people. No, I don't. Well, yes, you do. <laughs> Not at all. You, look, you judge a person by the, whether they've tweeted such images. No, but that's not cultural appropriation, is it? I mean, if somebody goes on and goes, oh, and 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 where and and counts their gold and slits the throat of a uh, uh, of a Christian girl to get their blood for matzah, that's fine. Uh-huh. It's just I don't want them drawing pictures of hook nosed Jews. No, fair enough. Okay, okay. as long as you're consistent. Yeah, as any any slave to the appeal to nature is not welcome on my island. So anybody who uses the phrase natural and thinks that the word natural therefore means good, you know, Ooh, okay. natural colorings. No, bad luck. Natural um, anthrax. Mm. Public inappropriate urinators are not welcome either. Really? They make, they make too much mess. I said inappropriate. 
in a woods or whatever's fine inside a, a closed train station uh in a corner is not fine okay and how are you going to detect these people at the get the barriers um every t- every splash of urine will automatically cause a big springboard to appear from <laughs> and it'll push them off the island fair enough that does mean that every square foot of the island will have to have a potential <laughs> springboard, which is a problem, but I'll think that through later. Okay, we'll work on that. That's a detail to work on later. And related to this, any male who leaves a public toilet in a worse state than when he arrived. That's good. I like that. That's a very important one, I think. And also, this one of, of all of them, I think, captures just the sort of person you want excluded. Because if they do that, you can imagine what they're like in the rest of their being and their selfishness and their inattention to society and so on. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, think about how effectively you've captured there somebody who really doesn't get the golden rule, don't you? haven't you? I think so. I think you have. Yeah, you completely... That's a, that's a very good point. And I am a, the kind of person who um, hasn't got a brilliant aim. Well, exactly. Nobody does. And I, and I always clear up after myself when that happens, <laughs> obviously. Obviously, but and it's ge- not so general, obvious because apparently some people just don't. Well, most people seem not to. Mm. Yes. Uh, anyone of whatever gender that gets uppity about personal pronouns. Don't care if I call you he, she, it, or, 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 or um, something in between. It just doesn't matter. It's just, it's just, it's a sound. Get over it. Don't care. Uh, and if you do care, go and care on your own special island that's named just after the pronoun you've chosen. You're welcome you, to do I it. I think you're being a little insensitive there. Yes, but it's my island and I'm allowed to be so tough. But if you're uh, a, a woman... Sorry, you said you're. I'd like you to say who yeah, please, because you're... If who you, yeah... If Fleur is an island, yes. is an island I've, gone, I've gone completely insane. If, if someone is a woman and was born a man, um, and has... I don't, like, care, don't, care, don't 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 care. I don't I think care. I, I care. Well, that seems mean. Well, I don't like people bad who are I don't Bad like mean luck. people. I would rather ban the people We've, who go out we of have, their way to misgender people. To we have National Mockery Day, so that's tough. I just no, I can't. I can't agree because that's bully, bullies. You're allowing bullies. Uh, anyone of whatever whatever gender gets uppity about personal pronouns is not welcome on my island. Bad luck. Have your own John all inclusive island for all I care. Let's see which makes better tapas. Okay. Um, People who vote based the visa on... Ban- check, the visa checks you're going to have to go through to come on my island. <laughs> yes. People who vote based on banal impressionism rather than deep contextual consideration. Oh, yeah, he looks like a sort of bloke who, you know, he's just got a right... Yeah, he seems like a nice... Cha- yeah, uh, he seems a bit... Yeah. That sort, no. Bath just voted against having a mayor four to one. Why? I don't know. Was that What should Bath have done? Kind of doesn't matter, I guess. It's Bath. It doesn't really matter, does it? I mean, Well, it's, it's Bath and North East Somerset, so it catches the whole region below Bristol, but yeah. Why do they vote against the mayor? I don't know. I haven't asked them. But why do you think? Well, the thing that's confused me... Oh, it's bureaucracy. It's going to cost money. Well, exactly. And I didn't uh, have an opinion either way until I got a leaflet through the door from my darling MP, Mr. Mogg. Who was opposed, um, I see. Who was very strongly opposed. And suddenly I was in favour and then f- yes. forgot that it was the voting day and then didn't vote. Because there's absolutely Damn. no advertising. I only knew it was the voting day when I drove past the thing saying polling station and promptly forgot again. You're so terrible. I know. But then I'd, I really strongly imagine that the mayor would only ever affect anything in Bath. Ugh. Where I live, it's a <coughs> Bristol postcode, and yet it's considered to be part of Baines. It's very confusing. I don't like the name Baines as a no, name. No, especially as it has an ampersand in it. 
It's absolutely, it's almost like uh, an alphanumeric as a, as a county. That's just not really acceptable. Can you the, get rid of it? The A in Baines is an ampersand. What? What are you, uh, is this a I'm joke? Not, What's no, going on? I'm not joking. Look it up. I don't understand. I don't want uh, to hear the clickety-clack of your keyboard looking up. Darth and North well, I'm clicking on things, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I, this is all very <laughs> odd. I know. I live in a county that has an alphanumeric. Well, that's unacceptable. So change it. <laughs> Can you imagine how uh, that probably causes all sorts of problems in various validations of various address fields and forms? And it seems to default to B-A-N-E-S on a lot of these online forms, although most of them don't know about it. So I normally have to pick. Um, so what is it meant to be? It was meant to be Bath and North East Somerset. Oh, but rather oh, that's thinking... terrible. I that's know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, there's some more things to be considered for removal from my island. No banes <laughs> on my island. Um, uh, other people who get expelled. Anyone who argues against space exploration and its generous funding, they're out. Good. And they can, uh, they can obviously, uh, ironically, I'll shoot them out in a rocket. Good, perfect. Fire them just up into space, and then yes. just have it go release. Pfft. And they'll just yes. float off into space. Of course, idiots who think the BBC should take advertising and think that's Ugh. a solution. They, they, they really, they're off. They're right off. They won't get anywhere near in. Um, as, as, as will those who say, quote, everything in moderation, quote, or balanced diet and think they mean it, they're off. Um, and buskers who use a backing track. Have you noticed these people? Oh, yes, of course. When did that become acceptable? I've seen... So bizarre, these buskers who have like a full orchestral backing track and they're adding the Well, violin. MIDI, let's be honest, yes. Or, <laughs> it's really or, odd. Or they're, they're kind of playing, strumming the guitar along for a full... Yeah. Uh, what's going on with that and why do they think that's effective? That ruins the whole uh, uh, mise-en-scene of the busker. I, I don't understand it. It's very strange. I agree with you. It should not be allowed. Well, it's not going to happen on my island. Good. So that's fine. Um, people who cut down trees for reasons that displease me and do not replace them. <laughs> So, okay, so, so when I was growing up, um, a, tree, a beautiful maple tree in our front garden. Mm-hmm. Um, not maple, that was a lie. Maple maples in the back. Sycamore tree, that was the problem. Um, mm-hmm. Constantly dropping its sycamore seeds mm-hmm. all over everyone's lawns. And, mm-hmm. and, and people didn't like that. You have to constantly pull up all the sycamore trees every spring. Mm-hmm. Um, but further, its roots started to crack our neighbour's drive. Don't care. Such that it was rising up and cracking in significant ways. A dam I don't give. And that tree came down. So I was wondering well, what would happen there. Shouldn't have. So what should the neighbours have done? They were a very kindly old, old, elderly they have, couple. They should have felled themselves. <laughs> they did eventually. They Good. didn't live much longer than the tree. Well, then it really wasn't worth it. Mr. Mrs., Mr. and Mrs. Jacobs, they were called. Well, they sound like terrible, murderous people, and I'm glad they're dead. Oh. Um, this is quite nice. On the other side of my parents' house... Where um, Auntie Wynne and Uncle Alan. So you can see the difference in uh, mm. persona right there. Yes, so I Mr. Can. and Mrs. Jacobs. And Auntie yes, Wynne and Uncle Alan. Mr. and Mrs. Arboreal Murderers. And they're um, all four dead now. Good. Parents that encourage their children to chase birds menacingly or passively accept that. Who does the, I, Oh, I'm assuming even pigeons. That's the only time I've ever seen anyone yes. do it is with pigeons. Yes, it's not, it's not allowed. Because it's it's bad taste to think that it's good to persecute animals. Yes, I agree. Okay, I, can I add a, 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 a second part to that? 
a corollary. That's thank you. That is the word. My brain came up with caveat, and I just gave up and, and stumbled <laughs> instead. Okay, carry on. Um, pigeons ban pigeons from your island as well. I don't see why everybody's so opposed to pigeons because they're horrible animals. They're not. They're quite clever. They're greedy fat pigs. I, I think you're just you're just racist. Yeah, could be. Because they're basically they're city dwellers and you don't like the urban sorts. Well, my mother... Bet you don't like a dove. I don't Ooh. mind a dove and doves are oh, pigeons. Oh, yeah, I am a massive hypocrite when it comes to doves. But my my mum is a huge fan of uh, feeding birds. She is quite <coughs> deranged in this manner. Um, yes. Such that she'll have... Uh, she has, I think, 450 different bird feeders in her front and back garden. <laughs> yes. Every... Her garden is just a bunch of bird feeders. Now she's cut down all the trees. Just yeah, sorry to Nowhere for them bird. to live, everywhere for them to eat. <laughs> so, and I have frequently tried to point out that birds are wild animals and can feed themselves, but she argues that the RSPB says otherwise, and oh, who knows. But anyway, she um, and so she gets a fantastic uh, range of um, of birds coming to her garden. Since I saw a uh, a goldfinch. In there last time. It's not a goldfinch. That's not rare. A gold something. What was it? A goldfish. A flying goldfish. A gold flying goldfish. It was a gold something. And the gold finger. And it wasn't gold. That was the best thing about it. Um, (laughs) Just just, just to spite you. So she has these rare birds coming to her garden and and it's lovely and it's all very pretty. And then the pigeons come down and just bully them all out. Pigeons in flight. And uh, yeah, just... Uh, I'm just I'm trying to remember the Pigeon Street theme now. That's what's going on in my head. Pigeon Street, where pigeons meet, where the people you can be. Here the people who will say hello, goodbye, hello, goodbye. Their wings beat, beat on Pigeon Street. I remember that Molly and Polly were two of a kind. They look both the same when they turn behind, but when they turn around, it's easy to see that it's Molly with an M and Polly with a P. Oh, really? Why was why is my brain why 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 a thousand times why has my brain stored that and yet never stored why? for a, for a moment any of my chemistry A level? Switch off your TV set and do something less boring instead. Let's just sing know. kids theme tunes for the rest of it. Yeah, this is the TV Cream podcast. Um, <laughs> people who uh, you'll like this one because this is this relates to what we've discussed before. Have people you been writing who, this list since we last recorded? People who have put petrol in cars, but. Have never played the pump number game, as in hit, na- nail it on the zeros. Nail it on the zeros. I I allow nail it on any pattern you pre-agree. Like if you wanted to say I want twelve twelve or twenty two 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 two, I will allow that. But you you haven't played the pump number game. What I won't allow is your twenty just there. Okay, that I won't allow. Um, it's quite good. Judith has been telling telling Victoria off for saying twenty. Oh, good. I say twenty, and I yeah, it's absolute, twenty. I say it too, and it's it's absolutely mm. revolting. Um. The, uh, the I think I feel like we've discussed this before because this is one of my mm. um, if I ever did a stand up routine jokes, um, mm. which is that uh, the pump the pump number game, getting mm. it on zero is one of the only games that it's uh, persistently uh, yes. causes you to level up. Yes, you said so because right. of course as as it gets more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so for throughout my life, that's become plateau, more, and more difficult plateau. game to play. Suddenly, it's back to easy mode again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> back to easy mode. They want to attract new players. You see, I think I, I think it lost my save game, and I've had to start again. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, this is not for my island, but my my two year old niece Jessica's island. She has very st- a strict new rule. She she suddenly has realised that if you laugh, you might not just be laughing with her. You might be laughing at her. Oh no! But she can't determine which of those two cases any particular exemplar 
might represent. Yep. So she's banned all laughing. <laughs> she gets very angry if there's any laughing in her presence at all. <laughs> and she she makes it clear that that's not to be is not tolerated. That's amazing. Yes. She is uh, and he's taking very much after her uncle. Oh, have you you have heard about the Does It Boints game? Did I tell you about that? No, you did not. Um well firstly, uh, this is how she's she's either going to be a serial killer or she'll rule the world. Um and I might have I might have told this before, but tough, it's a good anecdote. And this was actually I think just when she turned to or maybe even just before. Um she was with her mother at home mm-hmm. and she looked at a, uh, the, this family heirloom tea, china teapot thing and picked it up and then looked at her mother, smiled and threw it very hard against the wall or floor and it smashed. Well, this does sound familiar now, but carry on. Yes. And she, and she was very pleased with herself. And her mother was starting to castigate her, you know, not, not, not kind of shouting, staring, but a lot of saying, look, Jessica, you mustn't do that. It's a naughty thing you've done. You don't throw things. And her father came in the door at that point. He'd just come home from work. And Jessica interrupted her mother's apple by saying, Mummy's, mum, the mummy's shouting because mummy's sad because she broke a teapot. It's absolutely brilliant. Yes, you did tell the story before. Yes. Now, now that's generalized into something else now. And okay, so tell us about she, points. She will, she will be, well, because her mother's Northern Irish, she says points instead of bounce. Right. So. But she will choose the least appropriate item like when she visits us in our house. Yes. A little, little ceramic egg or a bit of china or whatever, or so a glass. A orb, Fabergé she, egg you have lying in your house. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And she goes, Uncle Nick, Auntie Victoria, does this boints? <laughs> and, and gets ready to throw it down before you have to tell her, no, Jessica, it really doesn't boints. Um, and you take it out of her hand. And then, the, uh, I think, was it yesterday uh, or the day before uh, Victoria was looking after her? She, oh, while we, I was on a run with her, her mum and dad. And Victoria was at home with Jessica and Judith. And Victoria was kind of, fit, fit, it was at my parents and was, was footling about somewhere. And then her Jessica saying upstairs, I'm going to roll down the stairs. Oh, no. And there was like this moment where she said, well, what's Jessica saying now? And, you know, like you just hear a whittering in the background about something. And then kind of the parsing circuit clicked in. said, rolling down the what? Whoa. And you ran upstairs. And, of course, she'd lain herself um, on the very top stair and was about to tip herself. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yes. Um, when Toby turns two, you may have some fun. Oh, believe me, he's... At 16 months, he's so frightening. Yesterday, I was looking after him and I did, um, as you know, because I'm a multimillionaire, rich off the back mm-hmm. of uh, corruption yes. in the games industry. Yes. I live in a three-story house. Yes. What I love doing is having people from Bath visit our house for the first time and they see it and go, oh, your house is out And then tell them how much it cost and then they start crying. Because it's so because expensive, it's, yes. Because, it, because it's no. <laughs> because it's 20 minutes outside of Bath. Because it's not made out of beautiful price. stone. Therefore, half price. Um... And anyway, so I was on the landing on the middle floor. Mm-hmm. So it's a loft conversion with the with the, with the bedroom in it. Yeah. And um, so we're on the middle floor, and um, and Toby, I put the stair gate to stop him rolling to playing the rolling down the stairs game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was folding the washing that was dry on the rack, and I was sorting his. Sorry, these are words you don't understand. I know Victoria will listen to this and, and just mm. quietly weep a single tear down her cheek, like oh, no, like an in, like an American Indian looking at some litter. We've done Marie Kondo, or whatever she's called, you know, that Japanese lady who says, throw everything away and fold everything nicely. Oh, have you? 
Yeah, so basically, this house has no books, no clothes, or anything in it. I'm just sitting in a in a white sphere. Oh no! Hmm. Anyway, so I'm folding these clothes, and um, I'm putting Toby's stuff back in the drawers, and I see him tootle off into my study, mm-hmm. and it's very dangerous for him in here at the moment because I've got um, lots of wires dangling everywhere, and so- not to mention the samurai swords and yes. the vials of arsenic. <laughs> That's true. Mm. Uh, the mislabeled vials of arsenic. Yes. Um, so he's. Uh, He's poodling around on the floor, and um, so I see him come in here, and I think, well, I'll hear if anything goes wrong. So I'm just putting the stuff in the drawers very quickly, and then the next thing I hear is our bedroom door close. Somehow that child had got from my study to into a, up, the, up the flight of stairs he really can't handle because it goes around a corner, um, mm-hmm. 180 degrees, and then had shot himself in our bedroom upstairs. What a parent of the year right there. Oh, brilliant. 30 and seconds happened? and he just climbed up. I just ran up and grabbed him and, and thought, when do I, how do I confess this happened to Laura? But yeah, so he's, he's ripe and ready for throwing himself. Is this, the, is this the confession? No, I already told her. The oh, uh, like she she'd ever listen to rum doings. That's true. What did she say? She, she looked aghast and like she's done that before. Um, <laughs> he's, there's a, at our park, our park that we own, around the corner yes. from, in, 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 in the town, there's a, um, a slide a the, public park. Oh my goodness, you live in the Republic of Socialism. I, it's, a very, it's huge as well. Um, mm. But there's a kids' play area in there, which is really lovely. And it's got um, a very, very steep, long slide. And I, I'm no good at estimating lengths, <coughs> but probably at 15 feet. It's quite oh, yes. a very long metal slide. It goes on a very steep hill. But because it, it's set into the hill, it's never high up. Mm. Um, if you fell off sideways, you'd always be a, a foot above the ground. So it's quite clever. Although it's still very, very high up. And you see these kids... Two and three-year-olds kind of going, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Toby, yes, day before mm-hmm. yesterday, right, I can do this, and just launched himself down it. Um, and other mums and dads looking aghast as <laughs> we let our tiny, <laughs> barely walking child fling himself down this slide. And I'm running down this terrifyingly, it's one of those slopes that's so steep you can only just balance as you walk down it. Um, and it's very slippery because it's wet and muddy. And I'm running down trying to be a, a par- a parallel to him all the time in case he explodes or whatever. Mm. And then he climbs back up that slope on his own. So, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, I have to say, Judith never did that. She was petrified of slides and things like that when she was um, his age. He is, probably... he is frowning. He climbs everything. He balances on precarious. Yeah, oh, no. we were doomed with this one. You are. Yeah, well, he's I such a boy, to... isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He is such mm. a boy. I wanted to mm. tell you um, my, most, you? my most contactless payment story. You just reminded Ooh. me when you mentioned the petrol station. Yes. I thought you said when people have put petrol in the car and then forgotten their wallet. I thought that's who the people you were going to ban. Um, no, I don't. Uh, pff, that's fine. They're just a bit flibbity jibbity. But no, I, I once did that. I was driving home for Christmas. As uh, driving home base, for Crimble, the uh, song was based on this adventure. Yes, it was based, the little, people will discover this now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was living at the time in a flat with uh, the lovely Johnny Hicks. And mm-hmm. uh, he'd already gone home for Christmas. I was leaving and driven all the way out of Bath, right back up to the uh, nearly at the <coughs> M4, pulled into the petrol station just before it, before it gets expensive, filled my mm-hmm. tank and realised I'd left my wallet at home. I, uh, I've done that once, but I'll tell you how I sorted it out, but you carry on. Well, first. we'll see if we did the same thing. I went mm-hmm. into the petrol station and said to the lady, this is what's happened. I've got to go back. I, I can't, you know, I've got to go back and get my wallet either way because I'm going to be away for a couple of weeks. Um, or however long it was. So what do I do? And she said, is there someone at home? If you can get the phone, the house, and mm-hmm. someone at home answers, they can read your card details over the phone to me, then we mm-hmm. can pay that way, and then there's no problem. 
And mm. I said, oh, well, I'll just tell you the card details. 675-940-2307-1180. That was, I can still remember it. That's three cards ago. Never remembered a card yeah. since, but I can still remember the number on that card. Mm-hmm. Um, for a, and anyone trying to guess, that's a bank account that no longer exists with a bank I'm not yes. with. So sorry. Um, and yeah, and I knew the security code and the, the start. So I just told her it. And she typed it into the machine and then paid. That's uh, the most contactless payment ever made, I believe. I had a, a similar situation that I suddenly realized I didn't have my wallet with me. But I, what I had actually done that, that morning, uh, no, about the morning before, for some reason I needed to scan in the the credit card. So I had a copy of a, of, of the pic- picture of the card on my phone, which I just, <laughs> I shone to them and said, there you go, there's my credit card. And they kind of noted it down and accepted it. Um, how secure. <laughs> I, I think a the, picture. the act of someone memorising their card is perhaps a phenomenon enough. That, and I haven't yes. done it on purpose. I just, I guess yeah. I typed the number in to order, when I lived with John T, I would have typed the number in to order so no, many No, there takeaways. was a card, a few cards ago, I think I knew my number as well, but I, I, I suddenly realised I just can't be bothered anymore no i know i don't well i my, mm. the problem is google remembers all my card details for me now so i don't need to type them in if brain deterioration it is oh, a farm can um uh anyone you using who, with the, uh, sorry what are you using with the region of your brain that used to use they used to use to store phone numbers i've still i've still got all my phone numbers <laughs> I, yeah, i've too. got a phone number from south africa six four oh five five eight three six uh my 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 grandmother uh i've got i've got her uh, her phone number it, it's it's just ridiculous Seven two eight three eight five two. Going, going uh, that live, grandmother is dead. Going live. Oh one eight one double one double eight one double one eight one one one. Oh, I've forgotten it now. Anyway. Eight one nine eight one double one. That was LBC. That's true. My friend Mike was six 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 nine six, and I once misdialed it. Number Definitely. too low and dialed nine 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 hash nine. And That's I had to very speak, bad. I had to speak to a, a person who was very generous about the fact that I'd done this because you can't hang did up. You apologise. I did because no. I was trying to hang up frantically and it doesn't work. <laughs> yes. Did um, you apologise? Uh, yes, of course. I was very uh, very contrite. I um, think yes, you I can once remember. called nine nine nine. Good. Yeah, I can remember yeah, all of all of those phone numbers. I just have them. Yeah. yeah. I can I can remember IP addresses from a long time ago <laughs> when, when I first started working at EasyNet and we had to put in the 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 the, the, the domain name server one nine three dot one three one dot two four eight dot two. That was the domain name server that we had to give out to everybody, and it's it's everywhere. It's appeared on the front of my book cover. It's everywhere. So um, <laughs> probably still exists. Um, anyone who can write but who has never purposefully tried out a semicolon. And been pleased, and been pleased when it seemed contextually appropriate. Gosh, now that you really have—I didn't say, I didn't say, um, get it right. I said anyone no. who can write but has never purposely tried out oh, well, you see, a this, semicolon. You've completely misunderstood pleased. my objection. It's quite the opposite. Mm. Mm-hmm. Misuse of semicolons is one of my biggest banes. Yes, but I think that it's better to have tried than not to try at all. Remember to tell me, to, remind me to tell you off air. Something about semicolons. Okay, is, is it a rude thing about? That's very rude. We couldn't pull something just, that went up somebody's semicolon. It's just full of swears. Oh um, anyway, I've I've used I've maybe used a semicolon. Oh, I'm trying to think on rock paper shotgun maybe twice. It's been appropriate oh, I, to use one. I like to use years. a. I like to use it very frequently because there is a Ugh. place where it works superbly well. There's almost and no there's a place incident where a full stop doesn't do, a, do the job better. No, there almost there none. is. Here, here is where it works, and something that really annoys me when it is a comma instead of a semicolon, where sometimes something says something, 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 however, something, something, something. Uh, people who say, I, I enjoy going to that restaurant, comma, however, it is very expensive. I hate that. It, there That's should a be a semicolon. Stop. No, it's a full stop. No, you're That's not allowed to have stop. a. You're not allowed to. 
That is a full stop. Sorry. No, full it's a joint clause. No, it's not a joint clause. It's a it's a it change is. of track. No, no, it isn't. You're, it's not. You're pulling the, the it's train. It's a perfect. Track. It's a perfect use of a semicolon there because it, it, you're right. You're jumping into a separate train carriage, but it's connected to the last mm. carriage. So mm. no, they're perfect. However, and other similar conjoiners, very useful for uh, semicolons. Where you're right, a, a full stop would work, but it would be so nice if there was something that was still a little bit more conjoining and a little bit less rudely have, abrupt. And that's why I say I've used them. I've used them a couple mm. of times because there have been moments where it has been sufficiently conjoined that a full stop would have broken it, but a comma mm. wasn't enough. I like a good semicolon. Oh, I don't. I'm not a fan. Well, you're wrong. Do you have any more? It's nearly time to stop. Well, anyone, obviously anyone who buys battery eggs, so that would probably, probably exclude you. Excuse me? No, it would not. I don't think. It, I don't even know where you could anymore. Tesco, all Tesco's Asda. are free range, are they? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, this might have excluded you. I don't know whether it still does. All red top skim milk preferers. No, we have full fat only in our house. The only time the, we ever have anything else in the house is when Laura's. I'll parents. allow. I'm allowing semi skim notice. Uh, yes, I'm being very La- generous. When Laura's parents stay, we have a, a, a thing of semi skimmed in the fridge. But that's as long as it's not red, no. because because skim milk just tastes like dirty chalk water. Now, my friend Stu was telling me there's a new milk out. It's apparently, it's 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 fully skimmed, but it's supposed to taste like semi-skimmed. Yeah. And he said to him, it tastes like like un like full fat. Yes, oh, it's I, just got a bit true? more sugar. It's, it's just got a bit more sugar and protein in it. Why? Why don't you just drink Gold Top? We do. Gold Stop Top it. is hard to come by. Well, it depends where you go. There is an unhomogenized gold top. You get clods of little cream, and it's absolutely delicious. I would <laughs> recommend it to everybody. I was creamy just, exuberance. I was just listening to um, old episodes of a, a panel game I found on uh, the iPlayer. That it's ha- funny you should mention panel game, bearing in mind my uh, my next immigration criteria. Well, there you go. But you're uh, you're you're slipping into Clement Freud there. He was a guest, and I realised oh, yeah. that he ought, really shouldn't oughtn't have died. No, that was inappropriate. I mean, he was uh, 172 then, when he died, yeah. but still. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Richard, Richard Whiteley hasn't died. <laughs> no, obviously yeah. not. Ludicrous. I'm trying um, to look at what show it was. Oh, it's the food just quiz. Just a minute. The food quiz, which really should have come back. The it was food Jay, quiz. The food quiz, which was hosted by... <laughs> which was hosted by Jay Rayner, I think is his name. Um, Jay Rayner, yes. And uh, it was But Jay Rennie, he does the kitchen cabinet now, which yes, I suppose is its successor. It was two thousand three and it was really good. And also mm. another show I found on the iPlayers, um mm-hmm. which is obviously must be on the four extra at some point, is called mm-hmm. Wild Brain. Really? And it's Brain of Britain, but mm-hmm. only a bit but about wildlife and nature. Oh, with phenomenally ta- intelligent contestants on the subjects. Ooh, but it's from nineteen ninety nineteen ninety seven. Oh my goodness! Nearly that twenty was years Jesus. ago, since it last broadcast, and it's very, very good. Do you know what I've been I looking do. for? Something going to sleep, listening, where I don't really care if I miss yeah, any of it, go. but it's just nice. So that's round perfect, two, isn't it? so it is. You've missed episode one; that slipped off the month. But there are four episodes oh. currently available, and there'll be a new one in a couple of days. So hurry up and listen to uh, Heat Two, episode two. So the, um, the oh, I see Heat. That's just their mislabeling. Heat Two and episode two are the same thing. So they okay. uh, the f- first round is very much the style of Brain of Britain, and that they get asked. Uh, three questions in a row they get a bonus point rather than four rather than five and it's you know it's very similar to brain of britain for the first round the second round the presenter tells a story about he says this week it's set in some marshland 
we're going there now. You're walking through the marshland and you hear the sound of, uh, and you hear this bird song and you say, you look down and you see some, yeah, some very strange orange fungus with a distinctly banana smell. To your left, you notice that where the trees are leaning, ever so slightly at 47 degrees. Well, that's not ever so slightly. If a tree were leaving at 47 degrees, that's quite a substantial lean, let's be fair. Um... There's an aroma in the air. This is quite a good impression. I'm quite pleased with myself. Of someone that no one listening has ever heard. Um, there's an aroma mm. in the air that reminds you of the first time your grandmother boiled an egg and it <laughs> too solid. And then this is really and it's lovely and it's all bird song and animal noises and then it just comes to an end and then he says to the contestants, "Okay, so Mister Such and Such, what was the um, what was the, the the aroma the grandmotherly aroma?" And they'll say, "Oh, that was uh, Peniscus Miscus Peniscus Discus." Oh, yes, of course, and. Uh, <laughs> So it's talking of it's a question where you of can't voice, possibly uh, know any of the answers. Had we talked since uh, Terry Wogan Terry left? Wogan. I don't think we no, did. No, 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 we haven't. How does that affect you? It may a great a great deal. Um, obviously, my dad died when it was cool. Um, yes. Bowie died two days later, yeah. and um, a stew stewpot stewpot died the same day. Yeah, uh, but no, everyone. So a lot of famous people died around that time, mm. and uh, one of them was Wogan, and that was the one that hit me the hardest because Wogan had a physical resemblance to my dad and a mm. very similar mannerisms. My dad has physically looks like a cross between uh, Terry Wogan and Paul Merton. Yeah, and he has mannerisms of both of them, and his sense of humour mm. was very similar to Terry Wogan's in that it was bad. Mm. And um, ter- and Terry Wogan was just such a genial and adorable creature. Um, mm. And he was way too. It was way too soon after my dad died, and way, he was way too <coughs> similar and familiar to my dad. Yeah, and he was selfish to be going at that. He point, was. Actually. He really was. And he's got an extra ten years, which wasn't fair. But he. Um, here's my thing. I want to say about Terry Wogan because no one remembers this. Terry Wogan. The best thing Terry Wogan ever did. It's not Wogan's even, web. Is Wogan's he's going web. to tell us about that again, listeners? Uh, <laughs> being, getting on a bit. I said These that on Twitter, not on this. Oh, you've said it many a time. Good. That's very good. Well done. Um, mm. Not even on his IMDb page, it turns out. So forgotten really? is his greatest program. Because even I remember it happening. I mean, I don't yeah. didn't watch it. I, I, I mean, no, I saw it on at some stage. But yeah, it's strange that it should be forgotten. So, so. forgotten. Um, uh, any, anyone on Radio 4 who goes pseudo dumb and coy or at the other extreme annoyingly fanboyish about science? I'd prefer the latter, but the the former. I don't know. I, I'm not allowing either. They well. leave. They're both going. Um, and now this one, you might initially think captures you, but it doesn't because of the uh, second clause. Anyone who cannot, but doesn't desperately desire, to play a musical instrument <laughs> or sing well. Oh, I'd love to be able to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, similarly, any person who doesn't still have any remaining spark of wonderment when flying, it's just a bus in the sky. Yeah, discussed no, this and you've discussed yeah. this a million no, times. No, it isn't because buses don't fly in the <laughs> sky. So, yeah, but I, I know I've discussed it, but this is, remember, I, I'm, I'm being very clear that it is now not just an annoyance, it's grounds for um, deportation. Do you want to know the um, worst quiz show that has ever been on the radio? Yes. The Third Degree. Not heard of that. It's presented by Steve Punt. Oh, well, there you go. You don't need to say anything else. I have more of these, by the way, but we'll leave them for next time. another episode. It's uh, in which uh, the the concept is a team of students and a team of lecturers from the same university compete against each other. Mm -hmm. And they think there's three of each and they're paired up by subject. Punt. Um, And the students get advantages over the lecturers. 
mm-hmm. uh, on the quiz show, which seems to entirely defeat the point of a quiz show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Steve Punt has a joke written that he's clearly written himself for every <sighs> question. Oh, God. And it was probably... It's made me tired just thinking of that. I know, but the, the concept is quite good. If you just had students versus lecturers in the same subjects... Because the lecturers are, you know, they have to know it in order to teach it, but most of them will probably just be regurgitating, whereas the students have to have to have listened to know it. That's quite a nice balance there. I think they're quite they're quite well balanced teams. Mm. Um, so get rid of punt, and get rid yes. of the silly students get to have a go, but lecturers don't, and lecturers get and they have a thing called the highbrow and the lowbrow round. Where do they? if the lecturers pick lowbrow, they get two points. If they pick highbrow, one point, and the opposite for the students. As if lecturers don't know about television or music or yeah, it's really horrible. Oh. Sorry about that. Sorry to. Oh, you you've really lowered the tone at the end there. It's made us all I'll, a bit. I'll pick sad. us back up again. We better do it quickly. There's a new series of Wordaholics on Radio Four. Is it? Because well, there's also a new series of The Now Show, which I, which I heard some of, and it was no good. It was not as a surprise. No. Um, uh, the Wordaholics is Giles Brandreth's programme. Uh, oh, yes, and Giles it- Brandreth. Now, he was on... Um, at the, in the morning on Radio 3, they interview somebody who says their favourite bits of music and they pay extracts for a couple of hours, mm-hmm. and he was on for a whole week. Oh, lovely. And it was very nice. I, I, I have a lot of time for Giles Brandreth. He's very good listening. He is very good. He's very good. He delivers on everything. All his quiz shows on Radio 4 have worked. And mm. they catch him on 4 Extra. Always very good. And this one works mm. very well as well. He's very funny. Um, I know. I heard it. But you know what I thought? I thought, oh, my goodness. Quote, unquote, a lot more listenable than it used to be. <laughs> and I it yes. wasn't. It was like the, the non-bad quote, unquote. Is quote, unquote, gone forever? I don't know. Is, is he dead? I'm just having a look. I don't think so. The only episode available on the iPlayer is from 2012. Yes, he's probably Nigel. Presented and devised by Nigel Reese. And we, I, we've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. We've slipped into Radio 3 chat again. I've, I've, the Radio 3 chat podcast. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It it, it doesn't make sense. Nigel Reese does not make sense. The man who presents quote-unquote cannot be the problem, the man from the Burkis way in the 70s. They can't be the same <laughs> human being. It's unacceptable. <laughs> what happened yeah. to him in between? The, oh, quote-unquote. Quote, my favourite thing about quote-unquote is the fact that you have three people you've never heard of who are <laughs> authors... Or a scientist. A poet. Poets, that's right. And then one comedian who's been booked mm. to try to have anyone listen to the show. And then what Reese does is he says, it goes to the, the author and says, uh, can you identify this quote? And there's something incredibly obscure and no one understands it. And then it goes to the comedian and says, can you identify this quote? Mr. Bump was having a very bumpy day. <laughs> well done, well done. So, I thought that one. It's so amazingly patronising. Yes. Oh. But it seems to have disappeared. It used to be a regular in the Sunday slot and it's vanished. It's me. Oh, it makes me a bit sad that it's not there to be going grrr at anymore. Oh, how sad. Let's see who the guests are on the only episode available on iPlayer. Okay, go on then. Samira Ahmed, mm-hmm. Simon Jones, mm-hmm. Dominic Sandbrook and Dominic mm. Lawson. Mm. 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 There you are. There you go. Could be worse. Could It definitely could be worse. Yeah. It could have... Um, Oh, I've forgotten her name. Izzy Sooty. Not Izzy Sooty, but yes. I, I'm so, I loved her in Peep Show so much. Mm. And I it's a pity she let the side down. Can't bear how bad she is on Radio 4. Oh, no, but also she's 
Victoria's cross with her because she did this real tirade against breastfeeding for some did reason. She? Weird, weird. So since then, she's she hasn't been ele- she hasn't been welcome in our home. That's not that's not uh, unreasonable. Susan Calman. Mm. I don't don't, don't I, um, no, yeah. unacceptable. Did you know that she has a wife, Nick? Do uh, you know how I knew that? Yeah. How did you she, know? she's in, she's invented a new language where every word is just the word wife right. slightly differently inflected. Yes, right. wife, 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 with occasional my thrown in there as, as well to be fair wife 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 my wife 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 as yeah. i heard her say on a recent on an old episode of so wrong it's right she said mm-hmm. my better half it's a lady you know yeah who is a lady by the way <laughs> about as un- as unsubtle as russell davis i got quite cross because someone on so wrong it's right did my rant about umbrellas about golfing umbrellas oh uh-huh, well I was very cross, very disappointed. It's copyright. You, that you, joke's copyright. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah. I get angry at them for stealing that joke. Yeah, I will. <laughs> and then you won't be coming to my island. <laughs> I think you've managed to slip through most of my entry requirements, actually. Maybe that's why you tolerate me, despite my being such an arse. <laughs> yes, you, somehow you've managed to tessellate your way through <laughs> all my personal requirements. We'll see next week whether you get caught in any of my remaining nets. That's fair. Okay, and we must stop. Shall we say goodbye? Good bike. Bye.